Greetings, thanks to God. This is Pastor Monty Lester of Cedar Grove Church right here in beautiful Murfreesboro, Tennessee. We welcome you once again into our cyber sanctuary on this Independence Day holiday weekend. Yes, we thank you. We thank God for each and every one of you that have taken time out to share. I, I want to encourage you to get your family, get your Bible, get ready for the Word of God. I believe that you're here by divine providence, not by accident, but by divine providence. God has something significant that he wants to say that he wants to share with you on this day. So we're grateful to God for you being there. Thank God for all the great things that he has done. We thank him for his son, Jesus, that did mind hanging, bleeding, and dying on a cross on Calvary's hill, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but shall have everlasting life. So once again, we thank you for you joining today, and let us go to the word. I want to call your attention to the gospel according to St. Mark. Yes, Mark chapter 1, verses 44, excuse me, Mark chapter 1, verses 40 through 45. Mark chapter 1, verse 40 through 45. And I'm going to share from the New King James translation. Mark chapter 1, verse 40 through 45. Here begins the reading of God's word. Now a leper came to him, imploring him kneeling down to him and saying to him, If you are with me, can you make me clean? Then Jesus moved with compassion, stretched out his hand and touched him and said to him, I am willing, be cleansed. Verse 42, and as soon as he had spoken, immediately, somebody shout immediately, the leprosy left him and he was cleansed. And he stripped, and he strictly warned him and sent him away at once. And he said to him, see that you say nothing hmm, to anyone, but go your way, show yourself to the priests, and offer for the cleansing those things which Moses commanded as a testimony to them. Verse 45, however, he went out and began to proclaim it freely and to spread the matter so that Jesus could no longer openly enter the city, and, but it was outside in deserted places. And they came to him from every direction. The Lord and I want to minister from this subject today, coming from that 45th verse where he says, However, he went out and began to proclaim it freely and to spread the matter. The Lord and I want to minister from the subject, I couldn't keep it to myself. Amen. I couldn't keep it to myself. Let us pray. Precious Lord, we praise you. We thank you for this day. We thank you for this privilege of coming into this place to share your word to these, your people, oh God. And I thank you for the anointing. I thank you for the time of preparation. I thank you for every minute and every moment of study. But Lord, you are the master here. You're the master surgeon. I pray that you use this sermon with the skill of a master surgeon to take out what needs to be taken out, put in what needs to be put in, so that your people may hear from thee and not from me. Take me, your servant, hide me behind your cross. Let no flesh be seen, but let your word be glorified. I'm going to say thank you now. Your credit is good enough with me to thank you in advance for what you're getting ready to do. Send them all the smashers and mighty name of Jesus, we do pray. Somebody loves and shout amen. Amen, amen, amen. I couldn't keep it to myself. Amen. Today the Lord and I want to minister about the aftermath of a miracle. After an encounter with Christ, uh, I want to talk about a bold response to the blessing that someone has received from God. I want to talk about a situation where man's extremity has met God's possibility. And because of what God did in the life of this one man, yes, uh, uh, because of the attitude of gratitude, 
although he was encouraged to be quiet, although it was strictly told to him expressly to, to be quiet, he had an attitude of gratitude that he was so grateful for what God had done into his life, in his life, yes, that he couldn't mm, keep it to himself. Amen. He couldn't keep it to himself. I'm going to the text today. In this first chapter of the Gospel according to St. Mark, amen, verses 40 through, 40, 40 through 45, we have a situation where we have here where Christ is cleansing a leper. Yes, and it teaches us to apply uh, the same humility that this leper applied when you're approaching Christ. Yes, when we come to him with humility, when we come to Christ with submission, yes, Lord, submission to his will, saying, uh, Lord, if you will, uh, why don't you make me whole? Yes, Lord. When we come to Christ with the expectation that he's able to do exceedingly and abundantly, above all that we can ask the thing, as it says in Ephesians 3.20, yes, Lord, Christ looks on that situation, yes. Christ uh, has compassion, yes. Those are the situations, that's the atmosphere that's right for a blessing for God to come in, to step in and to do what only God can do, yes, in that particular situation. And as a consequence, yes, uh, God uh, healed him, he delivered him, and he sent him on his way. Because of that one encounter, he was much better at the end of it than he was at the beginning of it. And because of this, God strictly warned him. Uh, Jesus warned him, yes, do not tell anybody. Yes, Lord, hallelujah. But for whatever reason, <laughs> uh, this brother looked back over the pages of his life and realized how God has drawn him, how God has kept him, how God has healed him, and he just couldn't keep it to himself. Can we go deeper in the word today? Amen. Amen. As we go through the text here in this gospel according to St. Mark, chapter 1, verses 40 through 45, the first thing I want to talk about as we dig deeper into God's word is I want to talk about his condition before Christ. His condition before Christ. I'm in verse 40. Hallelujah. The Bible says, Now a leper came to him, imploring him, kneeling down to him, saying, If you are willing, you can make me whole. Amen. Uh, Mark chapter 1, verse number 40, the first verse says, now a leper came to him. Amen. This brother right here, he had leprosy. And some of you are familiar with leprosy. Yes, uh, leprosy was the most feared disease in, in the ancient world. Leprosy was considered uh, most unclean, most revolting, the most hideous uh, disease imaginable to people. Leprosy, because of leprosy, most people thought leprosy was caused by the result of some terrible sin. Yes, uh, uh, it was the most dramatic type of sin in most people's minds. And, and with leprosy, some of you understand that leprosy was a highly contagious disease. Uh, uh, it was a situation because of leprosy, uh, you would have to be isolated and quarantined. You can read about the details in Leviticus chapter 13 and 14. It talked about the rules of leprosy because it was so contagious. Yes, uh, 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 you had to be isolated in quarantine. Uh, you had to wear certain clothing because you had leprosy. You had to put your hair up in a bun. And, and when you had leprosy, yes, Lord, you couldn't be in contact with anybody else because of this contagiousness. It was a severe, severe psoriasis. It was a situation with your skin that was constantly peeling. And, and if anybody came in contact with you, uh, they would catch what you had, yes. And as a result, you had to be separated from your family. You had to be separated from your loved ones. Yes, you were put in social isolation. You had to practice social distancing, yes, because 
you had leprosy. And the thing I noticed uh, uh, that always it, um, uh, catches my attention when I preach on the subject of leprosy is that uh, when you had leprosy, you had to cry out when anybody was approaching you. You would have to say, unclean, unclean. In other words, you would have to shout your condition so that nobody would get close to you, so nobody could catch what you had. And I just want to throw this in for free today. Aren't you glad that you don't have to shout out what your issue is? Amen. Aren't you glad that when people approach you, you don't have to tell people what your condition is? Aren't you glad that Jesus covers everything with the blood? Yes, Lord. And that you don't have to tell anybody but Christ what's going on with you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Unclean. Unclean. Hallelujah. So there was no known cure. For leprosy. Hallelujah. Uh, cause of that condition, only God can heal that contagious disease. And what we see in this text is Jesus demonstrating uh, uh, the power of the Messiah. Uh, he was uh, uh, demonstrating how he had the power to clean even the most unclean situations. He was able to heal the most helpless. Uh, and I'm glad today that we serve that type of God. Uh, that even though we may have diseases in our land that we're dealing with on this day, we have a God that doesn't mind stepping in and that he's able to heal and to do whatever needs to be done. So the condition of this guy, uh, this condition, is Lord, he had leprosy. And the thing that most people don't understand, some people do understand, that if you had leprosy, it was life a death sentence. Mm, there was no uh, cure, no vaccine. You needed a miracle. The condition before Christ. But not only I want to talk about the condition before Christ, I want to talk about this brother's conduct before Christ. Yes, his conduct, his conduct before Christ. Yes, I'm still in verse 40. Because this fellow right here, uh, Jesus was early in his first ministry. Uh, he had just left healing Peter's mother-in-law. Uh, he had just healed some people, uh, a, a multitude of people, and uh, he had spent the night praying, and now he's on his journey again. And then here comes a leper. Uh, the Bible says that he came, uh, and he was kneeling and imploring and saying unto him, If you are willing, can you? Make me clean. Yes, the conduct before Christ. Yes, Lord, uh, uh, the conduct before Christ. Uh, this brother, he did some things right, and he did some things wrong. Let me talk about what he did wrong first. Uh, uh, he came to him. He came to Christ. In other words, he broke all of his social distancing guidelines. Uh, he was a leper. He was supposed to be isolated and quarantined. Yes, uh, he was supposed to be social distancing. He was not supposed to be in public. Uh, I don't even know if he had his mask on, yes, but, but he wasn't supposed to be where he was. He, he was supposed to be several feet apart from anybody and everybody, especially our Savior. Yes, Lord, uh, he was wrong. Yes, Lord, he was breaking all the rules. Yes, the conduct before Christ, his conduct. Uh, he did some things wrong, but he did some things right. Let me talk about what he did right. Yes, Lord. Uh, um, he did some things right because the Bible says in verse 40 that he came to him, uh, uh, imploring him. The King James Version said, beseeching him, uh, kneeling down to him, and saying to him, if you are willing, yes, you can 
Make me clean. Lord, have mercy. Yes, Lord. Uh, uh, he did some things right. In other words, uh, number one, he knew the power of surrender. Yes, uh, he came to him. The man was beseeching him. He was begging. He wasn't too proud to beg. Yeah, he was kneeling. Yes, Lord. He was kneeling before Christ. And, and there's something about worship. Uh, uh, when you don't mind surrendering to the Father, when you don't mind getting into his presence, yes, Lord, there's something about surrender. If Abraham was here, he tell you about surrender Genesis chapter 12, when God came to him, and he was in a situation where God spoke to him and told him to get thee out of that father's house, into a land that I will show you, hallelujah, I will bless those that bless you, I will curse those that curse you, I will, uh, 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 I will bless, and because of you, all the nations of the earth will be blessed, and because Abraham surrendered to the voice of God, to the will of God, we are here today, we are the seed of Abraham, yes, God has blessed him, and he could did just what he said that he would do. Guess what? But not only Abraham, some of you don't know it. Yes, Genesis chapter 8 in your Bible, when God told them to build an ark. And although it had never rained in the earth ever before, God told them to build an ark. And because he surrendered to the, to the will and the word of God, God was able to save Noah and his entire family. Do you know there's power in surrender? Yes, Lord. When you can do just like Paul in Acts chapter 9 and say, not my will. Uh, but thy will be done. Yes, Lord. His conduct before Christ. Uh, this gentleman, he knew what to do. He, he understood, number one, the power of surrender. Number two, he understood it's important what you say. Mm. Uh, it's important what you say. Because in verse number 40, he not only came imploring him. He not only came to him uh, uh, kneeling before him. But the Bible says in the B clause, and saying to him. If you are willing, you can make me clean. This leper, uh, he knew what to say. Uh, uh, as a matter of fact, uh, many of you have been in a situation where we've been in isolation and quarantine so long, yes, Lord, uh, uh, that we uh, have forgotten how to, we used to drink, wake up. We used to dress up. We used to drive up. Uh, some of us would used to come up and then we would sit down. In other words, we didn't praise God. We didn't express our adoration and our love for God. Hallelujah. Amen. But I want to let you know today, uh, this brother right here, he knew what to say. Uh, he said, if you are willing. Uh, uh, he spoke up uh, and he yelled out uh, with a loud voice. Yes, uh, if you are willing, yes, Lord, you can make me whole. In other words, he wasn't too cool. Uh, he wasn't too cute. He knew exactly what to say. Does anybody know the truth of the word where it says the power of life and death are in the tongue? Yes, Lord. If your, if your tongue can bring you out of situations. If you don't, you don't have to take my word for it. You can ask Lady Joe. Yeah, she was in a situation. Yes, Lord. Uh, when Job had lost everything, and she said, we ought to curse God and die. And, and Job said, no, baby, you talk like one of the fewest women. If my mouth can get me in trouble, guess what? My mouth can get me out of trouble. If I can curse God and die, guess what? I can bless God and live. Let me put it this way. I will bless the Lord, yeah. At all times, his praises shall continually be in my mouth. And I'm just want to see if I know what to say. Uh, do you mind praising God? I, I know you're home with your house with the Lord. I know you're not in the Hallelujah. He knew what to say. Uh, he, he knew that God was in the healing business. 
Uh, maybe you heard from somebody somewhere how he had just healed Peter's mother-in-law. Maybe you heard from somewhere how uh, he had healed the multitudes. <laughs> and he said, Lord, why get the blessing business? I, I believe that song rose up in his heart that Sister Bag used to sing at Sunday school. Yes, pass me not. Ooh, oh, gentle Savior, hear my humble cry. While on others, yeah, that are calling, please do not pass me by. Has anybody prayed that before? Yeah. Say, Lord, I know you're busy. I know there's some things that's going on in the earth, but while on others, that are calling, please do not pass me by. Yes, Lord, his conduct before Christ. Yes, he knew the power of surrender, and he knew the power of his words. He knew what to say. Hallelujah. So not only do we want to talk about his condition before Christ, his conduct before Christ, uh, but I also want to tell you about the compassion of Christ. Mm, I'm in verses 41 and 42, the compassion of Christ. Mm. Then Jesus uh, moved with compassion, stretched out his hand and touched him and said, I am willing be cleansed. Uh, and as soon as he had spoken, uh, verse 42 says, immediately. Somebody shout, immediately. Yes, immediately the leprosy left him, and he was cleansed. Mm. Uh, he was clean. He, he was whole. Yes, Lord. Uh, uh, the skin began to look like baby skin. Uh, his, this condition that he had, uh, that had attacked his body, yes, Lord, where, that kept him isolated and quarantined, where he couldn't go see his friends, couldn't see his family, couldn't be a part of, a productive part of society. Immediately, mm, uh, because of the compassion of Christ, uh, uh, this man's skin uh, was cleansed. Uh, the leprosy left him, and he was cleansed. And I'm guessing that, and I guess some of you are understanding or wondering why he did it for him. Well, I want to let you know today, there's something about worship. <laughs> there's something about worship that ignites uh, the compassion of Christ. Yes, uh, uh, there's something about worship that ignites the compassion of Christ. Do you know that we serve a Savior who's compassionate today? Yes, Lord, I, I thank God that I have a compassionate Savior. Yes, Lord, I have Thank God that I have a God that doesn't mind coming in and he will break some social isolation. Yes, we may be socially distancing, but we don't have to be spiritually distancing. We can still call on the name of Christ. And I'm glad today that I have a God that, that hears me. Yes, Lord, I'm glad today that I have a God that, that's compassionate about my situation. I'm glad that I don't serve a God, yes, Lord, that has eyes that can't see me. I'm glad that I don't serve a God that he got ears that can't hear me when I cry. A God that got hands that can't pick me up when I'm falling down. Yes, Lord. I'm glad that I don't serve a God, yes, Lord, that that made out of some jewelry that I gotta carry around. I'm glad that I serve a God that when I'm down, yes, Lord, He'll pick me up and carry me around. I'm glad that I serve a, a compassionate God. And I, I don't know about you, but God has always shown this compassion to His people. Yes, Lord, uh, even in the multitudes in Matthew chapter 9, verse 36, Matthew 14 and 14, Matthew 15 and 32. who has compassion. Yes, Lord. The compassion of Christ. And what I know about Christ, yes, Lord, uh, uh, he said in verse number 42, because he looked on him and because he had compassion, 
The Bible says in verse number 42 that immediately, oh my God, yes, uh, immediately, yes, uh, uh, immediately, uh, the leprosy left him and he was cleansed immediately. I, I, I like that word. Uh, as a matter of fact, that word is mentioned over 40 times in the gospel according to St. Mark, immediately. Uh, in other words, it don't take him long to do anything. Uh, I understand some of you remember uh, Naaman, Naaman, yes Lord, in 2 Kings chapter 5, verses 1 through 23, when Naaman also had leprosy, and Naaman had to go through the process. Somebody shout the process. Uh, uh, the process when Naaman had to go and dip seven times in the nasty Jordan River. Uh, and I want to let you know today that sometimes God does heal in a process. But I want to let you also know that sometimes he will do it immediately. Oh, Lord, have mercy. I, oh, my God. That, that, that turns me on right there. I'm glad that I serve a God that he can do it immediately. Yes, Lord. And whether he decides to take the process or whether he wants to do it immediately, what I want you to let you know today is don't despise the process. However he decides to do it, Lord, but whatever you're doing in this season, Lord, just don't do it without me. Lord, if you want to heal me through a process, Lord, if you want to do it immediately, all I want is my healing. And I don't know about you, but I just believe that somebody believes that God is still in the healing business. And he can do it immediately. As a matter of fact, he told the children of Israel in Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 10 through 11. He said, I'm going to give you beautiful cities which you did not build. I'm going to give you houses, yes, Lord, uh, that you didn't build. I'm going to let you have wells that you didn't have to seal. I'm going to give you vineyards that you didn't have to plant. Does anybody know that God can open the door and he can do it? Immediately, immediately, the compassion of Christ. Now, yes, Lord, when Jesus was moved with compassion, he stretched out his hand and he touched him and said, I am willing, be cleansed. And as soon as he had spoken, immediately, the leprosy left him. So after we understand the compassion of Christ, the next thing I want to let you know is the challenge from Christ. Mm, the challenge from Christ. Verses 43 through 45. Yes, Lord, the challenge from Christ. Yes. The Bible says that, and he strictly warned him and sent him away at once and said to him, see that you say nothing mm, to anyone, but go your way and show yourself to the priest and offer to your and, and offer for your cleansing those things which Moses commanded as a testimony to them. However, <laughs> verse number 45, however, uh, he went out and began to proclaim it freely and to spread the matter so that Jesus could no longer enter the city but was on the outside in deserted places and they came to him from every direction. Yes, Lord, the challenge from Christ. Uh, it's right there in verse number 43. And he strictly warned him and said to him to go his way at once and to tell nobody what he just did. Mm. Does anybody know that whenever you need a miracle from God, that God gives you a command? And as you submit, as you surrender to his will, to his instruction, to his command, you position yourself uh, for the blessing that God has in store for you. And what, what the challenge was, yes, Lord, that he told him to go and show himself to the priest. In other words, Jesus always wants us to testify and to tell about his goodness and his glory. 
But this brother right here, he didn't obey what God told him to do. Yes, Lord. Jesus told him he had the right to remain silent. Don't tell anybody what I just did. Go and tell the priest. Just show the priest what I've done so that, uh, as the Levitical law says, that you can have proof that you have been cleansed, that you have been healed. Uh, and this is where the tension is in the text. Uh, because I understand, I understand, I understand. Uh, uh, there are times when God will give us some commands. Lord have mercy. The, the first thing our flesh wants to do is to rebel against him. I thought I had about two, more, two or three more lights right there. Yes, Lord. The first thing uh, that we want our flesh wants to do when God gives us some commands, our flesh wants to rebel. Let me walk through the text. Amen. Let me just give you a few examples. Yes, Lord. When God tells you uh, to forgive your enemies. Uh, to pray for those, yeah, I thought you might catch somebody, yes. To pray for those that spitefully misuse you without a cause. Uh, when God tells you to give one-tenth of your income, uh, when the ends are not meeting or they're not even waving, yes, Lord. When God tells you, yes, Lord, uh, when he called the man and said, let me spit in the blood and put blood on your eyes and, and go dip in the pool and you will be made whole and you can see. Uh, do you understand there are times when your flesh will rebel against the commands of Christ? And I want to let you know today that whatever Christ tells you to do anything, it doesn't make sense to us sometimes. Yes, Lord. Uh, but even though it doesn't make sense, the, the challenge, yes, uh, the challenge from Christ is to always surrender, always submit, always obey what God is telling us to do. Uh, because his ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. As high as the heavens are above the earth, so high are his ways above our ways. And, and some of you who have been parents for a while, who have, uh, have children just like I do, uh, there are times you don't have to dumb that you don't have time to dumb down every instruction. Uh, you don't have to have time to tell them why they cannot eat candy and Skittles uh, for dinner. Uh, why they can't eat ice cream for breakfast. Yes, Lord. You don't have time to explain all the ramifications. Uh, you understand, though, that if you have a good father that loves you, uh, that his ways may not be your ways. His thoughts may not be your thoughts. But as you obey, as you surrender, and as you submit, God does just what he said he would do. Amen. And just like it is in the natural with good parents, it's the same way it is in the spiritual. Yes, Lord. So this man right here, Hmm. Uh, this man right here, he was, uh, uh, God gave him an instruction. Yes, the challenge from Christ. He said, uh, you have the right to remain silent. Uh, I don't want you to tell anybody about this miracle. Uh, and, and some of you know the history behind the text. It was early in Jesus' ministry, and he didn't want everybody coming, and uh, he didn't want to be known at that particular point about all the healings that he was doing. Uh, uh, he was telling this man, don't tell anybody. So I, 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 I want to let you know that I don't agree with his actions uh, because somebody knows that he went, and he published it, and he told everybody. Hallelujah. Uh, I, I don't agree with this action, but I have to agree with this attitude. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Yes, Lord. I, I don't agree with this action of disobeying God, but I have to agree with this attitude. Uh, because some of you understand, yes, Lord, when God brings you out, when you're in a situation where you can't handle yourself, uh, when you're in a situation where you have met your extremity, when you're in a situation where you can't bring yourself out, and God, the God that I Yes, uh, he steps in and, and he brings you out of your situation. Uh, you have trouble? Yeah. Keeping it to yourself. Yes, Lord. Uh, and I don't know about you, but somebody knows that you look back over the pages of your life. 
there and as you reflect and remember what God has done for you. And uh, bless you, Lord. Uh, uh, something that uh, that rose up in this brother says, you know what? I've got to praise him. Uh, just like you, yeah, I've got to praise him. Uh, I can't keep this to myself. Yeah, i got to give God the praise for what he's already done. If blind Bartimaeus was here, he said, you know what? They told me to be quiet. Uh, they told me to hush my mouth. But because Jesus was passing by, guess what? I, I said, I'm desperate. Yes, Lord. I need a healing. Yes, Lord. I want to get to Jesus. Uh, and the more they told him to be quiet, the more he yelled out the louder. Yes, Lord. If blind Bartimaeus, he can tell you that. Uh, that man that was at the sanctuary when he and John was going in at the hour of prayer. Yes, Lord. He came, but when they saw him, he was lame. But, but when he left, he was leaping. Yes. Because God had lifted him up. Because the Lord lifted him up. Yes, Lord. He couldn't keep it to himself. And, and just like you and I, there have been times, yes, Lord, when we got the house up, when you got the car, yes, when you got the car job up, when you got the call up, but when you got the touch from God to lift you out of your death sentence, yes, Lord, uh, you couldn't praise God like you wanted to in that particular situation, but, but something rose up in you, yeah, and you said, you know what, when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me, uh, my soul cries out, hallelujah, would like to be dignified, yet yeah, I got degrees and all that stuff, but guess what? I can't mm, keep it to myself. Uh, I know I can, it's not appropriate for me to praise God right here in the midst of this loan officer's office, yeah. It's not appropriate for me to praise God in the midst of this job interview. It's not appropriate for me to praise God because I got a good doctor report. I can't show up like I want to in the doctor's office, uh, but I want to let you know that when I think of the goodness of Jesus and Lord, there's But guess what? Uh, I've got to give him glory. Uh, I've got to give him praise. Uh, I wonder if there's anybody in here that, that's ever given God an emergency room praise. Yes, Lord. When it wasn't popular, when it wasn't right. But when God said, you know what? This is not the appropriate etiquette to praise him in. I've got to praise him. Yes, Lord. I said I wasn't going to tell nobody. God. But I couldn't. I couldn't keep it to myself. And as a consequence, that's where he was. I'm through. But I want to let you know today, yes, Lord, in this situation, because of this situation right here, this because of what Christ has done, because of how he stepped into his situation, because he met him at his extremity, uh, although it, it, he was strictly wounded, uh, don't praise, don't tell anybody. Uh, again, I can't agree with his action, but I have to agree with his attitude. Because when we think about how God has brought us, how God has kept us, when we have been written off, when we're in situations where some of you may have caught COVID-19 and, and overcame it, uh, it's going to be hard for you to sit down. It's hard for you to remain silent when you think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for you. When he's lifted you up out of your desperate situation. Yes, Lord, you have an attitude of gratitude. You want to go and tell everybody of the goodness of God and what he's done for you. Yes, Lord, that's a consequence. Yes, Lord, this man right here, and I'm talking the contagiousness of Christ. Yeah, the contagiousness of Christ. Because of the way he published, because of the way he prays, because of the way he testified, uh, everyone in that area that he came in contact with wanted to know about Jesus. Yes. They wanted to know about this man. Can you imagine?
sitting there trying to tell this testimony to people that didn't know him before Christ, but ran into him after Christ. This leper who is now healed, this leper who's now cleansed, this leper who is now set free. Yes, Lord, he's saying, you know what? If you only knew my story, oh, you see me, my Lord, but you don't know my story. I was down. I was given a death sentence. But this man came by. And because he came by, I didn't mind begging. I didn't mind beseeching. I didn't mind crying. I yelled out to him. He healed me. He cleansed me. He delivered me immediately. And now I'm healed. And now I'm whole. Can you imagine this testimony? Well, I want you to know today that God wants to do the same thing in your life. Because somebody is, has been given a death sentence. It may not be a sentence from leprosy. It may not be a sentence from COVID-19. It's a sentence that came from everything that liveth. Yes, Lord, that everything that liveth must die. Ever since Adam sinned in the garden, death has been the destination of everything that lives. But do you understand that you have to do just like this man? Accept, believe, and confess. Accept your condition. I'm in a sinful situation. Believe that Jesus is the one that's able to heal. He's able to deliver. He's able to save your soul. And if you make that confession with your mouth, he will lift you. He'll renew you. He'll cleanse you, not from leprosy, but from your sin-sick situation. He'll place your feet on a solid rock. You'll have a loving relationship with our Lord. And not only will he heal you this time, but, but every other time, it's for any other time that you need him down the road. He's always there. You can continue to call on him all the days of your life. Are you here today? If you're hearing this message, I want to let you know, as I said before, you're not here by accident. You're here by divine providence. God wants you to be saved in this season. He wants you to be delivered. He wants you to be restored. And if you're not saved, you can receive Christ as your Savior. Yes, Lord, we, we have a cycle sanctuary now. You can email, yes, info at cedarroadchurch.org and just say, I want to be saved. And guess what? Just like Jesus did. He had compassion on this man. I'm God's servant. We'll have compassion up for you. We'll reach out to you. Yes, Lord. And we'll take your testimony. We'll receive your confession. And we'll usher you to the steps that need to be baptized and all of those good things. And we'll welcome you to the body of believers. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I, I believe today that God wants you to be healed. He wants you to be cleansed. And once he's healed you, once he's delivered you, once he's restored you, I just believe it's right that regardless of where you are, Regardless of anybody else who's trying to pre prohibit your praise, you can give God a premeditated praise. Yeah, as a matter of fact, those of you who are already saved, you can go ahead and give God a premeditated praise today. You can say, thank you, Lord, for what you've already done for me. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your joy. Thank you for your healing. Thank you for protecting me, oh God. Thank you that I got a job and I can still complain about this, Lord. We want to thank you today. Can we, can we worship him today? Yes, Lord. It's all right if you're worship.
He's able to heal it. I don't care what it is, whether it's COVID-19, whether it's cancer, uh, whether it's just a sin sick soul. The God I serve, he has compassion and he doesn't mind stepping in. And when he does it, uh, you should be like this man right here. Uh, even though it may not be popular, even though it may be prohibited in certain settings, you have to be in a situation where you have to testify. When I think about what God has done for me, I can't keep it to myself. The word of God for the people of God and the people of God did say, amen. God bless you. May it be able to keep you as I pray. Hallelujah.